everybody, welcome to uh, Street Cop Training today. We have a microphone in because we're using the OBS software and realized that the mic for my PC was not doing a good job. So welcome. Uh, now you'll see this thing in my face that we're working with. We're testing out a few different mics. Hopefully the audio will sound better for everybody uh, in this group. And you know what? I know for the past few days I've been doing some videos on some New Jersey case law. Today we're going to give you something universal for everybody in the group across the country because it's police basics. This is why the course that I authored, the two-day course, Proactive Patrol Becoming a Street Smart Cop, and also Criminal Interdiction, we changed the interface of the name of that um, that course from state to state because we can't really call it interdiction in New Jersey because it's a the I word is, is really... People don't understand the difference between uh, racial profiling and criminal interdiction, which means we don't work on color, creed, religion, sex, age, none of that stuff comes into play. We walk. We work on criminal indicators, uh, reactions to presence, and uh, totality of circumstances on what a criminal vehicle or criminal occupants may be doing to help us better identify them on the roadway and them stick out. So uh, today I, I received a message from somebody, and it just it brought up something that I uh, want to go over some basics of interdiction. I don't want people to get uh, too caught up. If you run into this situation, let me talk about some basics here. The basics of interdiction are this: one. You're, and I'm not going to go into too many details. You're going to try to find a vehicle based on behaviors, indicators, whatever it may be that you believe may be involved in criminal activity. Okay. Two, the basic is you're going to find a uh, PC or reasonable suspicion of a motor vehicle violation to authorize legally the motor vehicle stop of that car. Three, you're going to have a roadside interview and keep your eyes peeled, your ears open, uh, and to determine whether or not you may be in a presence of criminal activity. This is like a one, two, and three. These are like three phases here, right? Um, so on the side of the roadway, you have to just always revert back to the things you want to be doing. And that is uh, pertinent questioning, observations, Does thing make do things make sense? What are you picking up on? I'm not going to go to a thousand because we're going to have so, many, so much topics we can discuss regarding this. But if you get to the situation where you're on the roadway and you pull somebody over, maybe you ask one or two questions and the person automatically jumps down your throat. Okay, you want to search it? Is that what you're going after? Go ahead, search the car. And a lot of you will ask me, like, well, dude, do you think that's good? If they're offering us to search, can we just go ahead and search it? Well, look, if you're getting confused on that, just take a step back for a second and slow down. Just breathe. Just because the person is offering you to search the car right away, we still have to, especially in New Jersey, Take in the totality of the circumstances. Don't get confused. Don't let people throw you off your game. Why did you stop this car? Was there reasonable suspicion at the time you spotted this car? And maybe that's good enough. Um, there are so many circumstances surrounding a stop that you're not conscious to. One of the best things you can do is learn how to recognize those conscious behaviors that you're seeing, but maybe you're not articulating in your brain correctly. So it's almost like a checklist. I'm actually writing an interdiction uh, checklist. Somebody else uh, contributed, sent me it via email. Uh, we, and I'm going to combine with his stuff. I was already writing one. I have all these yellow note, sticky notes around here to come up with a interdiction checklist to help you guys become more conscious of the things you're experiencing on the side of the road. Um, so don't let people throw you off your game. Just get back to the basics. If the guy or girl is, you want to search it? Go ahead. I know what you guys are up to. Calm it down. Bring it back. Bring them back down, you know, seven clicks down to, all right, listen, I get it. You want me to search your car? That's fine. Let's go back into where you're coming from today. Well, why are you asking me this? Well, if people are behaving like this on a motor vehicle stop, a lot of times it's a bluff, okay? So don't get caught up into the BS that you're going to be like, oh, well, if he's offering me consent to search, especially if you're not an experienced 
uh, police officer. I mean, there's some guys and girls who have been doing this a long time. They're very good at this game. Um, you know, and, and we teach low, medium, and we even tap into high-level interdiction stuff. The principles are the same. The tactics are a little different. So we just have to really keep in mind that if you're running into this, and I know all of you have experienced it, slow down, go back into the basic questions, and then your 7 to 10 questions rule, which I kind of probably going to call the 10 questions rule, you're going to you're going to now begin to expand on your basic question. What does that mean? Um, where are you coming from today? Oh, uh, we're coming from... Uh, we're coming from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. Where were you in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? Uh, we were at my cousin's house. What, how long did you stay there? What did you eat when you were there? What room did you stay in? Who were you with at your cousin's house? Uh, what was the address there? What's the telephone number there? What's the purpose of your visit? This is an expand. This is not where the questions end. This is an expansion of questions off of one basic question, right? This is how you want to get into the details. This is called be building reasonable suspicion. So if you're getting stuff tossed your way, slow down, just go back into the basics of it. Building your reasonable suspicion will always increase when you ask a lot enough questions. And then you go into the destination. Well, where were you guys headed to? We're going to New York City. Well, what do you go to New York City for? Who's with you in the car? What do you have in the car? What's your purpose? Who are you visiting? What's your, what, how long do you plan on staying there? All these questions. The best interdiction police officers on the roadway are the ones who can ask the most questions. A lot of times, you'll have to go out and be a practitioner. You know, there's some criticisms uh, about some of the training sometimes, and it's kind of a, a, an endearing criticism of like, well, he teaches stuff that like rookies get confused with. Look, you if you want to go from rookie to experience to being one of these people who's who's one of these um, legendary police officers, you're going to have to go out and practice. You're going to have to get past your self-conscious behaviors of you're not sure you're going to have to go out be a practitioner you're going to screw up the only thing i tell you is as a newer guy or even a somebody who's maybe a little more seasoned but now getting into this stuff be very careful these are people that you're going to be picking out that are criminals um years ago in new jersey we had the ability to search department of corrections records for our uh for people that we had stopped there was no limit on now they take it off it's a 2012 they take it off the server for uh, after a year of post-incarceration so what does that mean if you were ever convicted and sent to prison, we could go into a, data, a public database without running a criminal history and see that you were in there. And we could just keep it up on the laptop. And my partner, Mitch Platt, and I, we we would find we were finding that 50% of the cars we were stopping on the roadway were people who had been convicted and sent to prison at some junction in their in their life. So these are dangerous people, and that's something I want to I want you to keep in mind. Don't be complacent. Approach every motor vehicle stop as if you are going to die and you will live. And use good tactics. Use passenger side approaches. And we'll go into more details. I know a lot of new people to the group. Um, you know, with eighteen almost eighteen thousand members. Well, we suspect we're going to be. You know, we're going to really pump those numbers up quite a bit and get more exposure to to try to help everybody get better at this job and, and employ better tactics. So, just don't forget those basics. This is real universal stuff. When you go out there. Put it in, keep it in mind who you are, what you're trying to do, uh, and abandon the other things that you have to abandon. Remember, if you're focusing on one thing, um, and that's going to be interdiction, that's your one thing you focus on. Uh, you have to do service calls. That's fine. I had, I had a talk yesterday with another guy. He goes, oh, you know, our NC wants tickets, but they're good with proactive police work. Well, if they want tickets, go out to your tickets, then get into police work. Give your two tickets out, whatever they want. They want you to uh, generate revenue for the, for the agency or the township or the city or whatever it may be. Appease your bosses, listen to your bosses, um, and we'll continue to educate you here on this is, again, this is just the basics of it. We'll go into more stuff. If you use the search function uh, in Facebook, you'll see a lot of videos we've done in the past. I'm trying to, you know, you have to remember, if you've heard things like this before, we have a lot of new members in the group, and I'm trying to provide value back 
that these other people haven't seen before. And this is what this group is about. And I'm not here to lock horns with people and what's right, what's wrong, what's important in police work and your position, your opinions. I'm here to educate police officers. I, that's, all, that's all I care about. I don't care about your opinion, your thoughts on the group. Um, you know, I, we've had criticisms. That's fine. I, they're irrelevant to me because all the positive feedback that we get from all the people across the country who are part of this group, make those things fizzle out. They're irrelevant. And um, really, the name of my game is just to get everybody better. And I'm not trying to make anybody look like a fool because they don't know what they're talking about. And I had a thought today about for an infographic, and that would have been, don't be mad at us for knowing the answers. Be mad at yourself for not. That was what I was going to make a, a, a meme out of today. But I didn't want to stir the pot at all. So I'll just talk about it here. So, um, look, this is just a positive. Uh, you can see we don't put a lot of bullshit into this group. We don't put a lot of these controversial things. Anytime stuff gets controversial, I end up tending to delete it because I don't want it to be an opinion-based group. This is a police education, become a better cop. I don't give a shit about your opinions. And we will deploy the truth out to you and tactics that are worth for me, myself, and hundreds of other police officers uh, nationally and, and, and internationally on how to combat crime. That's what we care about in this group. And I appreciate everybody for being in the group. Uh, and if you're looking to host training, we're going to deploy more videos out. You can send an email to me at Dennis at streetcoptraining at gmail.com. Mike, do you have your thing set up yet? Your, your email address? Okay. So you, or you could reach out to Mike at streetcoptraining.com. Did I say gmail before? Streetcoptraining.com. We have a lot of people preparing to host a program out of state, the universal two day program that goes at it from state to state is, is fundamentally probably the most effective police training that anybody can receive because it, it, it covers, it's good for everybody from patrolman up to the chief to one bridge the cat, the gap of miscommunication, but also it is just like the training that everybody should have. Fortunately, I can't be at every police academy and, and thank God we have social media where everybody can get this training. I used to see guys not getting this training that I was working with. They would get STOs that were lackluster and uh, didn't take field training seriously. And I did. And uh, training was always important to me, not in a crazy like SWAT sense, but like you're sending people out into one of the most dangerous jobs in the world with no tools. So that's what we're trying to just fix. We have we're in talks with a lot of different people right now to bring more value to you from different perspectives and from different instructors. I'm going to switch back just to my screen for a second to see uh, if anybody, so I can address any comments that are coming in. The last thing I'm going to say is this, guys, if you find value in this group, it's free. We don't ask for anything in return. The only thing I ask is that you let other people know that we exist 